Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Hello. Hello, Erin. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Do you have water with you? Water? Yes, <laughs> water. <laughs> okay, let me get some. Yes, I have a glass of water right here. Oh, good, you do? Yes. Wonderful. I'll tell you why, because water, I was just getting my own. Um what are, when um, when something is going on, our, our energy system, if we are slightly dehydrated, which especially in the winter we can be, um, sometimes that affects how we, not how we're feeling, but our energy, not allowing our energy to move as easily. So I have learned always that uh, it's good to have a glass of water when we're together. Okay, thank you. Yeah, of course. So how are you doing? How are you feeling about starting this journey together? Um, <laughs> I have to say I was, I'm a little bit nervous about it, but I'm, I'm also um, I'm curious and I'm excited about the possibility of it too. Wonderful. And being nervous, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, is it, uh, it's new. You didn't know me a whole lot. Uh, the idea of like, you know, talking about things that are uncomfortable or pleasant in order to release them. The goal is really wonderful, but the process is not, is not always fun. So I totally acknowledge and understand the nervousness. Um, but I'm happy to hear that you're also excited, that, this is, uh, that you're looking forward to it in, in some ways. <laughs> yeah. So when you're talking about – today it's, it's going to be a session where we're definitely going to be tapping. Um, but I also want to get to know a little bit more about what is happening today and what can we start exploring and uncovering about what is it that makes you have a hard time? What is at the core of the feeling that you cannot just relax and enjoy, you know, being happy? I did read, which I thank you so much for sending back the contract because I did read that when there is uh, the whole issue about boundaries, right, and when is it how to be assertive and express yourself and when is it when is it okay and how to do it. And that is extremely common when there has been trauma, I have to tell you. Okay. Because, and uh, I have worked with a lot, a lot of people, and I actually have a childhood trauma myself. So I really know from the skin, <laughs> from, you know, in a very, very uh, gut level what it's like to not grow up with very healthy boundaries and how to be able to develop them. Um, and to this day, I'm still learning. You know, I feel like I'm a, I'm a work in progress. <laughs> I'm never yeah. going <laughs> to... I, um, so are you going to join the tribe of being a work in progress or you want to be done in four sessions? Okay. 
Yeah. Do you have any questions? That if at any point you don't understand me, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. I I'm, I'm, was trying to decide if I like it better on speakerphone or just regular. and um, So I might go back and forth depending how it sounds. Okay. And I may recommend if you have, do you have any um, any headphones that you can use so that you can get a hold of? Oh, I do actually, yes. Yeah. If you want to do that, I'd go right ahead because that's the best. Oh, then so if, if I plug in the headphones into my phone, then can you still hear me when I talk? I believe so. Okay, let, we'll try. Do they have a speaker? Do your headphones have a speaker? That's what they, you would need. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, um, I know what you mean. So you can just be, like, hands-free. With a... Exactly. Right. Um, yeah, no, I don't have that. Okay. Um, maybe I'll try to get that for next time. Yeah, that's right. So can you hear any, at any point, I, I, cannot, I cannot hear it, but I know that I have an accent. So if at <laughs> any point, I'm, I know it's, it's, it is funny, but uh, I cannot hear it at all. That's, that's how it works. You ask anybody that has an accent, and he's like, I'm just talking in English. So um, um, okay. if, my, um, my ex-husband was Puerto Rican, and his family all had accents, so I'm used right. to it. Okay, cool. So if you, at any point I say something or that doesn't make sense or I'm speaking too, you know, too fast, please let me know, okay? Okay. Yeah. So are you ready to do, does that make sense, the idea of today exploring? And we're going to start doing some tapping, but it's going to be a lot more about what what is it exactly that, you know, I read that you would like to feel stronger, clear about making boundaries, when to actually said, you know, be able, so you're not under or overreacting. Is that true? Right, right. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to feel that you can be happy, that you can enjoy your life, right? Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. So what would you say is the number one thing that is going on for you right now, like today in the present moment? What is the number one uh, issue that is, you know, heavy in your mind? Um, well, I guess two things. I mean, one that is has sort of been like there all the time since I had my kids is um, that idea that I just, I have a hard time just um, enjoying my time with them. Like I always feel that I have to be worrying about something, doing something, um, like setting rules or doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just say, hey, let's just play or I don't know. So that's that's one thing that bothers me. Um, but then the other thing is more, I guess, relationship-centered um, in that, um, you know, the gentleman that I'm seeing, you know, we're, we're starting to talk about do we want to live together at some point soon? Um, and I'm just trying to sort out my feelings. I don't know. I guess I don't understand which of my feelings are being resistant just because, uh, you know, just because it feels safer or, or if there's a real reason not to, or I I don't know. Um, so yeah, yeah. 
It sounds like the what it what it sounds like to me is so there's two areas, one with your children and one with your current partner. Joshua, is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Um that it's almost like there's a sense like almost like your nervous system is a little hyperactive, like trying to like make sure that everything is okay, like especially with your children. But also with Joshua, like is this the right thing? What am I? Which, when we are in that, it's almost like, um, to me, it's, it's a, a slight, it's a constant and slight um, sense of fear. Yes. Fear yes. that that something could go wrong. Fear that you're not be doing the you're not doing the right thing. Does that seem right? Yes, that's very yeah. accurate. Yes. Yeah. So, and that is is deeply and very simply rooted in your childhood. So you didn't share specifics yet, but um, you did share that you had a traumatic childhood. And what happens with when that takes place is that your nerve... I don't know, you have done some therapy around that. Is that true? Yes, I have done, I have done some. Okay. And how has that felt or not? Um... Well, I feel like for maybe for many years I kept trying different therapists, but I'd go only like once or twice and then I would stop. Um, so I never really got very far, even though I tried many different times. Um, throughout really starting when I was in college. Um, and then I really only found a therapist that I kept going back to um, when I was going through the divorce. Um, and so a lot of our conversations were more focused on that. Um, and it was almost more just trying to, I guess, just, um, keep me balanced in the, throughout all that turmoil. So I don't know that we did a lot of the, um, like more deep or long-term work, if that makes any sense. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. So it sounds like it was helpful to address to keep you stable and to give you support as you were going through all the transition and the turmoil of the divorce, but you didn't do um, a lot of healing regarding your childhood. Right, right. Okay, good. So what would you what would you need, what would you like to know from me or to hear from me to feel comfortable sharing some of the things that took place that you believe that are still impacting you? And I'm being completely honest. I mean, I, I what I sense is that you don't know me, and I'm going to start asking you a lot of questions, and I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to feel as much as possible um, that you can trust me, that, you know, that... Um, and, and we can go slow. You can tell me, you know what, this is not... Whatever you need to do, we're going to go at your pace. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess what I've had difficulty with in the past um, in trying to talk about it, whether it's with a therapist or just with friends or, or, you know, I, it's like it physically is difficult for me to talk about it. So even Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't mind sharing it with you and I feel like it will be beneficial. um, I physically start to get it stuck. Like my, Breathing changes and my heart rate and my and I my throat closes up you know so I can okay yeah physically difficult 
and and to come up, I guess, with the words. I don't know. Okay, sounds good. So guess what? If it's okay with you, we're gonna. Do you know where the tapping points are? Oh my God, I forgot to send uh, to ask Christina to give you my video. Do you know what? Have you done some tapping? Not much. Oh no, um, Ann Rickard showed me. You know, she showed me a little bit of it, but I I don't know that much about it. Okay, okay. So um, I this is the kind where we need to. We would be so cool to have a uh, Facebook. Another Facebook that what is it that I did interview today with a client. Uh, time for next time. I can try to get a little more familiar with that. Okay, so we're gonna do just a little bit, okay? And I'm gonna I'm gonna guide you to let you know exactly where the points are just for today. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. So um, the most important point is what I what I call what it's called actually the karatechal point. So. It's actually on the side of your hand. You know, if you were to do a, one of those, car- like break a, a board or something with your, your hand, the, that's the side of your hand that doesn't have your thumb. Okay, yep. Yeah, so the, the fleshy part, like between the, the crease of your pinky finger and your wrist, right in, like in the middle, but you can just tap the whole, that whole area, and that's called the karateka point. Okay? okay? So that's the first, the first point. And then we're going to tap on the top of the head, which is, you know, remember the crown, the little soft crown of a, of a child when it's a little baby that is soft? Yeah. And if you, if you tap, what I'm going to encourage you to do today is like to tap as much as possible with a flat hand, like with your fingers. So if you miss the point, it's totally okay. You know, you're, you're getting it somewhat. Is that good? Okay. Then we're going to go to the beginning of the eyebrow. Well, I'm going to tell you as we're going, but just to start. The beginning of your, the eyebrow is just uh, from the, not the outside of your eye, but the beginning, meaning like the part that is closer to your nose. And that's, that's another point right there. And you're just going to tap, you know, some gentle taps, like two or three. And then there's the, uh, the side of the eye, which is like, it's, it's actually where your, your eye meets the bone on the side of the eye. And you see it's not it's not back where your temple is, it's closer to the eye the eyeball actually, but in the bony part. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then there's under the eye, which is again that bony part, but it's right straight out of, out under your um your pupil. Okay. And there's a point under your nose, which is just in, very much in the middle, right between your nose and your upper lip. That's one point. Then I'm going to call it um, under your lower lip, which is a little body that you have in your chin, between your lower lip and your chin. Does that make sense? Yeah. And the collarbone is actually, if you do, let me think, the collarbone is just so important, I wouldn't want to just skip it. But this is the last one I'm going to teach you. But it's um, basically where your, where your collarbone starts. There's a little bit, almost like a B over there or a U. Like yeah. if you follow your throat, and there's just one point. It's almost like the little, um, little knobs. I think that's actually connected with the first rib. So you can just tap there. You can use a flat hand, and that will that will get you. And you can hear my voice going a little <laughs> from the vibration. Okay. Okay. So right now, as you as you think about everything that took place growing up before we start tapping, 
and you think of the possibility of sharing some of that with me. What do you notice? What are the sensations in your body? Are you noticing some of your, you know, your breathing or your throat starting to act up? Or yeah, I just start to feel nervous and um, like shaky, and um, yeah, like my heart rate picks up a little bit, and um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that's it, mainly. Okay. Yeah. And if from zero to ten, zero meaning that you're actually neutral, not feeling anything, and ten that is so uncomfortable you don't actually even want to go there, what would be the number that you would give it, just a gut feeling from zero to ten, this nervousness? Uh-huh. I don't know. I think it probably starts out, uh, like, around a five. Um okay. And then sometimes, like, as it gets into the conversation, um, that might go up, get raised a little bit. Okay. So right now it feels like a five. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. actually, right when you, start, when you started telling me about the tapping stuff, it did help, um, like, even just that little bit that I was just doing as you were explaining it, it did help calm that down a little bit. Really? So it's already what would you say a three or a four or? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So I just want to acknowledge that this is you know that it's it's just uncomfortable and just address the nervousness before we keep we keep on moving forward. Is that okay? Okay. Wonderful. So let's stop together, and I'm going to let you know when we're moving to the next point. But in the first, we're going to be tapping on the karate chop point, and you can um, you can just tap on that side. Sometimes I even tap both hands together on that fleshy part, the side of the hand, and just repeat after me. If at any point, Erin, I said something that doesn't work at all for you, or you, you can either not say it or change it, you can interrupt me. This is a very flowing process, okay? Okay. Right. So, even though my nervous system is reacting. Okay, you want me to say that? Yep, as you tap on the credit point, just repeat after me. Okay. Even though my nervous system is reacting. And I feel nervous. And I feel nervous. Shaky and my heart rate is going up. Shaky and my heart rate is going up. Just at the thought of sharing what happened. Just at the thought of sharing what happened. Take a breath. Let it go. I would love to feel at peace. I would love to feel at peace. Trusting that I can be happy. Trusting that I can be happy. And I welcome the beginning of this journey. And I welcome the beginning of this journey. Even though I'm feeling nervous. Even though I'm feeling nervous. And my body starts acting up. And my body starts acting up. When I think about sharing what happened. When I think about sharing what happened. I would like to accept all of my feelings. I would like to accept all of my feelings. And know that I'm doing really great. And know that I'm doing really great. Considering everything that took place in my life. Considering everything that took place in my life. 
So we're going to tap at the top of the head. My nervous system reacts. My nervous system reacts. Beginning of the eyebrow. And I feel quite nervous. And I feel quite nervous. The side of the eye. I start getting short of breath. I start getting short of breath. Under the eye, I feel shaky. I feel shaky. Under the nose, my right, my rate, my heart rate goes up. My heart rate goes up. Under the lower lip, I feel nervous. I feel nervous. Collarbone point, my body gets really afraid. My body gets really afraid. I don't want to remember. I don't want to remember. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I really want to go forward. I really want to go forward. And be happy. And be happy. So take a breath. And let it go. And just check in and notice what has changed. And it's perfectly okay if it's more, less, if it's changed in any way. Just notice. What do you notice? Um, I think I feel a little bit more emotional than I did before, but in a slightly different way. Um, yeah. I think there's almost maybe more of a little bit of a uh, a sadness um, because I I do want those things, and because it's been hard in the past. Yeah. So if you I know that this is not it's not easy, but if you just stay with that sadness, what where do you sense that sadness? Is it in your chest, in your belly? Where do you sense it in your body? Yeah it's uh it feels like a, a lump in the middle of my chest. Yeah. Yeah. And is it um if you really connect with that this lamp in the middle of your chest is almost like something that wants to be released, isn't it? Like is it is it would you say that it's there but most of the time you kinda of like shut it down? Yeah, that sounds accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So just stepping at the top of your head and we're going to tap to the points. The sadness in the middle of my chest. The sadness in the middle of my chest. Beginning of the eyebrow. It has been there for a very long time. It has been there for a very long time. The side of the eye. It has been there most of my life. It has been there most of my life. Under the eye. I do want to be happy. I do want to be happy. Under the nose. And I would love to enjoy my life. And I would love to enjoy my life. Under your lip, under the lower lip. But this sadness is really present. But this sadness is really present. All at one point. And it doesn't really allow me to relax. And it doesn't really allow me to relax. And the karate chop point. Even though I have had this sadness, 
even though I have had this sadness. In the middle of my chest. In the middle of my chest. I really want to be able to relax and enjoy my life. I really want to be able to relax and enjoy my life. The top of your head. But I spend so much energy. I spend so much energy. Beginning of the eyebrow. Trying to avoid it. Trying to avoid it. The side of the eye. Because I have to function. Because I have to function. Under the eye. Sometimes I get really tired. Sometimes I get really tired. Under your nose. Because I, it's draining to keep the sadness away. Because it's draining to keep the sadness away. Under your lip. But I have to be alert. But I have to be alert. Colorable point. Because at any moment it can just show up. Because at any moment it can just show up. And interfere with me enjoying my life. And interfere with me enjoying my life. Take a deep breath. And let it go. When I'm talking about a breath, I just try to really get it as slow in your belly as you can. And one more breath. And is it true that sometimes it's present, but you need to, like, continue working so, or functioning, so you just try to set it aside? Yes. Yeah. So how is it feeling now, now that we spoke to it and we recognize it for what it is? Is it bigger? Is it smaller? Has it changed in any way? What do you notice? No, it feels a little bit better. Yeah. Like when we first started, it felt even more sad, I think, a little and but then towards the end and right now it feels it feels a little bit better. And this is more just to acknowledge that it's there. So if we were to like dive in, just completely just close your eyes and allow your attention to be in that space. This, you know, this lump of sadness in the middle of your chest. And just inviting the idea of when do you think that this lump got to be there? How old were you when this lump appeared or you first felt it? Mm. I don't really know. It's been there forever. Okay. You feel it's been there forever. Is that what you said? <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. So do you have, can you have a, uh, let's say, um, I'm going to invite you to picture, to picture yourself as a little girl. As a little girl. And these could be, you know, you can close your eyes if you like to. Um and just picture yourself. You can see an image of yourself as a as a little girl from a from a photograph or from a memory. Any in any way is totally fine. Can you see yourself as a little girl? Yes. How old would you say this little girl is? Um, maybe six. And how does she seem to you? 
Uh, I don't know, really. Can you really see her little face, or is it kind of a little fuzzy? Uh, I don't know. It's hard. This is a hard question, actually. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Okay. So tell me what what's going on. This is a hard session. Is that what you said, or this piece? Well, a hard question. Um, a hard question. Okay. Of not, of seeing her, or how you how do you? Yeah, I'm not really sure that I. I'm not sure if I do actually. <laughs> uh, what are you asking me to do? Well, I was just wondering. No, but this is this is really good. This is this is perfect actually. So you're. So just, I'm going to invite you to just step in your gratitude point, okay? Just as we talk, just step there, very, you know, just gently. So I ask you if you could actually picture in your in your mind's eye, like if you come from a photograph, just to imagine or to see yourself as a little girl, and you were able to see yourself as a six-year-old. Is that true? Well, I think so. Okay. So is it hard to see her? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm making it up. Okay. And that's totally fine. Yeah. That's, yeah. So it doesn't feel totally real. It doesn't feel like it's her. It's just more a photo or just not. Yeah. It feels like I'm just kind of trying to make something up so that I have something to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we can we can we can go a diff, completely different route. It's totally okay. So because one one of the things that happens is that there's is is it true that there's a part of you that really doesn't want to remember, or doesn't want to go back or relive in any way what happened? Okay. Is that true? Yes, I, yes, I would say so. Yeah, but there's something else that is going on because that was a little bit either hard to say or uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess when we start, like this last question about trying to picture the little girl, and then what you're asking me right now, um, it feels like there's something different going on in my brain. Like it, it. It's harder for me to pay attention to you, and uh, like I, the whole conversation up until now, I felt like I was very present in the conversation and following it. And right Perfect. now, I'm okay. having Good. a hard that's, time. Good. Let's let's honor that. Okay, that's to- totally fine. Totally fine, Erin. That's okay. Okay, so let's just stop together. Top of the head. Top of the head. My brain is, my mind is really protecting me right now. Can you repeat after me? My mind is really protecting me right now. I I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I honor that part of me. And I honor that part of me. That is protecting me. That is protecting me. I, we're not going back. 
That's totally cool. No, I'm being serious. I'm being very serious. We're not going back. Right? Can you say that? We're not going back. <laughs> We're not going back. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I forgot to tell you through, to, you know, through the points. I forget. So top of the head, and now we're going the eyebrow point, right? I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Side of the eye. And I don't have to. And I don't have to. Under the eye. I am, I'm okay talking. I'm okay talking. Under the nose. But I don't want to remember. I don't want to remember. Under the lip. I am not ready. I am not ready. Collarbone point is too much. Too much. And the the side of your hand, like karate chop point, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. And that's okay with me. And that's okay with me. My mind is shutting down. My mind is shutting down. Top of the head, getting me distracted. Getting me distracted. Because it's too much. Because it's too much. Beginning of the eye, beginning of the eyebrow, too much too soon. Too much too soon. Side of the eye. I am here now. I am here now. Under the eye, I am okay. I'm okay. I am ready to, under your nose, I am ready to do this. I am ready to do this. Under the lip, one small step at a time. One small step at a time. All at one point. I don't want, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Not yet. Not yet. Take a deep breath and let it go. One more time. And just notice what happens in your body. How is your nervous system? And I'm going to invite you to do something. If you're sitting, just put your feet on the ground and I want you to wiggle your toes. And just really connect with your feet, just firm on the ground. Okay. And you feel them? Yes. Good. Okay. So right here, right now, you're okay. Yeah. And it's all right. We don't have to go back. Is that okay? <laughs> yes. So how is your mind? How does it how does it feel now? Is it still kind of a little fussy? Um, yeah, it feels okay. Though. I'm okay. Yeah, but something else is going on. What else is happening? Um, well, in a way, it feels it feels uh, relieved. Yeah, I believe that you don't have to go back if you don't want to. Is that okay? That's better. Yeah. Okay. But something so, else I'm noticing, like as I just looked down, you were telling me to look at my feet, and I looked down at my um, my body, and my my left hand is holding the phone, but my right hand is clenched really tight in a fist, and I do that a, a lot of the time. Like I I will be going through the day and just happen to notice that my hand is clenched really tightly in a fist. And so do you want to look into that? What is, what is, is your right hand? Yeah. 
I mean, I didn't. I, if I wasn't holding the phone with my left hand, it was my left hand too. But. Oh, so if you wouldn't be holding the hand, it would be both hands, and it would be clenching. Yeah, yeah. I hold. I think I hold a lot of tension there in my in my hand. It's like sometimes I'll be. I'll notice if I'm talking to Joshua or just. Uh, I don't know when. Like sometimes I'll just look down and realize that I my hands have been, you know, clenched tightly in a fist. But, like long enough that it leaves little marks on the inside, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, to me, that that seems like, is it possible that something is going on that you're, um, does it feel like is an energy of wanting to punch someone? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is about. I don't know. Okay. Or just maybe just um, of like closing, keeping closed down, or I I don't know I don't know what that is about. Okay. I don't feel angry. Okay. Do your hands feel angry or not either? It's just more like a holding back and a closing up. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, I don't think it really feels angry as much as it just feels like um tight and like tension like tension okay okay and is um so this, have you do you notice as well when you're with your children or is it more when you're with Joshua I think it's more I notice it more when I'm with Joshua okay not so much with the kids yeah okay so how about if we talk we talk a little bit about Joshua Okay. So, you call him Josh or Joshua, either way, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I call I call him Josh. He he introduces himself as Joshua, so I try I try to do that. But uh, okay. I've known him I've known him for many many years, so I always just call him Josh. Okay. So, what what is you when you're talking with him? And I'm guessing you've been together for, you know, you've known him forever, but you've been officially like a, a couple or in a relationship for how long? Um, since last May, so what's that, like 10 months. Okay. And how do you feel about him? What, how, what, is the, how, what is, you know, the nature of your relationship? What would you say if you tell me a little bit about him? Um, well... Uh, there's a, I guess there's a lot of water under that bridge, so it's, um, for, I mean, I think when I first met him, I was 14, and he was my best friend, then, um, I had just moved to Franklin from Baltimore, I didn't know anybody else, so he was, uh, and he was a senior and I was a freshman, so he kind of took me under his wing, um, and, and really, we became best friends. But um, I think he always wanted the relationship to be more than that. He told me that he loved me, and I uh, wasn't ready for that. And so, I don't know. And over time, it just we just had like the line between friendship and more than friends was always kind of blurry. Um, and then 
um, I don't know. I, I don't know how much of this story you can talk about right now. <laughs> no, no, no. So there's so there's something that has evolved, and I'm curious. Um, so nowadays it's been. I mean, it feels like most of your life, most of your history has been with him around in a way. I mean, were the yeah. years that you were married, was he, you were still friendly or not? Like he was out of the picture. Yes, we were. And then um, after I got divorced, um, Josh was married, um, but his marriage wasn't going very well. And so he actually was going to get separated, and um, he and I had talked about um, giving our relationship a try, and we were we were really starting, just starting to do that, and then he got um, deployed to Iraq, and then, I mean, we still talked on the phone for the year that he was gone, but then when he came back, um, he, he, his, he was kind of messed up, I think, in the head a little bit from that, and then um, his wife was very sick, and so anyway, we lost touch for several years, and uh, then his wife passed away, and then that's when he came back into the picture. Okay. Well, there's a really a lot under that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I do. I do feel like I love him. Um, you know, he's someone that I trust on many levels, and feel like I could see myself, you know, being with forever. Um, but it's not like a, a easy, like, I don't know, it's hard. <laughs> and it's not, it's not easy. Can you tell me more? Um, well, I guess, I guess I mean two different things by that. One thing that I mean is um, he has a challenging personality, which is something that I always loved about him. Like he's a, he has a very intense personality, and he um, will challenge me in in a good way. I mean, like intellectually um, and emotionally, he challenges me to be um, better. Like our our conversations are always very interesting. I mean, part of the reason that I'm um, led down this path to getting here to seeing you is that um, he encouraged me to do that. Um, so, but he, and he sees, I feel like he sees all of me. He knows all of me, which for me is not easy because if I want to hide or shut down or just uh, wipe something under the rug, it's harder to do that when somebody really knows you so well. And I think that's maybe part of what I always was afraid of with him. Um, Like, this is not the kind of relationship that you can just kind of be half of yourself in it. So does it feel like he doesn't, he's, he's, because of his intensity, he wants a deep level of connection and if for some reason you need to shut down or like let something slide or avoid something, he does not allow for that to happen. Right. Which means that does he confront you or challenge you or try to really meet you? Does he get intense 
in a way that does he get angry or? No, 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 not like that. No, just um, you know, just more like he'll say, you know, I I can see that there is something more going on here, and does it really does it really do us any good to avoid it or not talk about it? You know, I mean, like he he just. He's not one, like most guys that I've ever known in my whole life, they're the avoiders. Uh-huh. So it's very easy, you know, if you, it makes it very easy to, yeah, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? So he, oh, yeah. Yeah. He wants, if there's something wrong, he wants to talk about it. Yeah. And, and one of the ways that you have led your life or lead your life has been to avoid the things that are too painful so you could actually keep on moving forward and functioning. Yes. Can you hold on? Uh, Can you yes. hold on? Function in the world. 
So you now have invited into your life in a in a full way a man, uh, a partner, that is actually not okay with you shutting down, that wants to be with all of you, that sees and understands and wants to be with all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, that is actually really tricky for your nervous system that has had um, a trespassing on it, you know, that has been violated. So you're tapping, right? Yes. <laughs> good, good. Because what happens is that when that happens as as very young children, um, the the nervous system does not does not know does not have a brain. The nervous system is about fight, flight, or freeze. And when something comes towards us in a way that feels too intense, that feels a little overwhelming. For the nervous system, it's just not okay, and it's going to shut down. Now, your mind is trying to make it work. So probably you try to have conversations with Josh, and that's when you see your, your fists. There's a part of your nervous system that is saying, I'm doing this, but this is not okay with me. It's almost, does that, does that, do you get it? Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So... So what I'm going to invite you to do is have a conversation with Josh that is going to be like this. I am. I love you. I'm interested in being in a relationship with you. And as I, as I heal, I'm going to have to actually ask from you a little understanding because I'm going to try setting boundaries and being clear and it's not about us, but it's about me learning and healing so I can actually be the partner that you want me to be. Okay. So what that's going to look like is like this. It's like, and I want you to, you know, I'm just sharing this. It's always an invitation, okay? So if at any point, anything that I say, you go like, uh, uh, forget it, I don't want to do that, just tell me. That doesn't work for me, and we're good, okay? Okay. There's always a million ways to go about it. But what I what I sense that would be really good is for you to start saying when when let's say that something is upsetting for you mm-hmm. and and he wants to talk about it he notices that that you're not okay and he wants to talk about it and you're like not ready you're not ready you don't want to do it you'd rather just put it under the rug for now one step towards being in a more comfortable place where you can talk is actually saying. You are right. There is something going on, and I am not ready to talk about it now. I would like some time, and I let's get back to having a conversation about these in however long you need. Do you need an hour, two hours, following day? Would that be okay with you? Okay. Is that is that something that would work for you? I think so, yeah. I, I can definitely try it. The the invitation is this, Erin, is that you acknowledge when you actually are trying to avoid something and instead of going in a way that is subconscious or that is just you're going in automatic like you have been until now, you just bring it up to the table as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can even say, you can name it, uh, my nervous system is shutting down and I, I need to take a little break. We'll definitely get back to these, but right now, 
I need to just give it give my nervous system a little break. Okay. Because is it isn't that true that when you're clenching, there's a part of you which I'm going to call your nervous system that is reacting and is saying, "I I'm, this is not I'm not comfortable here." Yes. Yeah. Right. And just be able to say that. See what has happened. Are you still tapping? Yes. <laughs> Good. Wonderful. So. How does it feel? How how do you feel right now as I'm sharing all these, as you're tapping? How is this going for you? Um, it's okay. It, I mean, uh, everything that you're saying makes sense to me, um, and it seems like it seems like something that I can try. Um, and, okay, and there's another piece to that. Tell me, what is the other piece of the story? <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> I know. Yeah, just I. Well, it's interesting because I, for some reason, it makes me feel a little bit angry too, and I don't really understand that part. Ruth, also, okay, good. No, no, no. Let's tell me, tell me, tell me. Angry. Okay, what is it that makes you feel angry? I don't know. Like just when you were talking about it, and I was picturing myself doing it, it just made me feel mad. <laughs> and okay, I don't, good. I don't. It wasn't mad at anything in particular. Like I'm not really sure why. Okay. Is it possible that it's because I'm asking you just to do something you don't want to do? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. That's great. Okay. Okay. Be and and that feels like okay. So I'm asking you to do something because what you really want to do is completely shut down and avoid it. Is that is that what you want to do? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess my, I guess I feel equally divided. Like I, like the completely logical part of my brain that understands it and knows that that makes sense and knows that that's a good thing to do and that I want to be able to do, that all feels fine. But then there's like the irrational side that just, I don't know, just, yeah, that's the part that feels angry about it. Okay. Okay, can we give voice to that angry part, please, just for just briefly? We we may we may go over like you know a couple of minutes, but that's okay with me. This is very important because this angry part of you just just really focus on it. Just get it, really get in touch with that part. Okay. And what does this angry part wants to say or do? Just let it out and and uncensored. I just want to say screw you <laughs> to you Good. <laughs> um, to him okay and to me I mean, I'm guessing that there's a little part that is saying that to me as well for suggesting or telling you yeah oh yeah. right okay <laughs> to everybody I guess to, to everybody, everybody. <laughs> would it be something like you know would it be something like you know leave me the fuck alone yeah <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> this is because okay, so let's even go go to that place, right? And you're still tapping, I hope, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, good. Because if I say this out loud, if I am alone, if I am alone, I'm safe. I'm safe. I don't want to deal with you people. <laughs> I don't want to deal with you people. You now all this love stuff and everything—it's just too much. And this love stuff and everything is just too much. And it's not very safe. 
And it's not very safe. And it's not very comfortable. And it's not very comfortable. And there's a risk that I could get hurt. And there's a risk that I could get hurt. And I'm done with that. And I'm done with that. So if I keep you at a distance... So if I keep you at a distance... Then I'm in control. Then I'm in control. And that feels comfortable. And that feels comfortable. From my isolated place... From my isolated place... I can take care of everything. I can take care of everything. So don't mess with me. (laughs) So don't mess with me. And don't tell me what to do. And don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Take a breath. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good. I'm so glad that you have an angry part to you. Because that, well, that's what has allowed you to, to survive. If you didn't have that, you would be in major, major depression. So I'm very, I'm very happy for you. It's not comfortable, but are you still angry? I feel better now. <laughs> okay. Is the anger still there? Because that's totally okay. If it is, there's nothing. There's we. You have with me, Erin. I have to tell you, you have entered a no judgment zone, at least for okay. me. Okay. So everything's cool with me. I can tell you stories that would make you crack up <laughs> and cry and, you know, be shocked. And, and it's like re- literally in a judgment-free zone. So, so take a deep breath. Stop tapping if you're tapping. Let's bring the air all the way to your belly. Notice what move your toes. You're pulling your body. Just notice what is present. Oh, you okay? There's sadness, anger, sensations, thoughts. Everything's okay. What do you notice? What do you sense? Sorry, what did you say? What do you notice and what do you sense in your body right now? Oh, oh. Um, I think I guess there was uh, a part of me, like a little voice that was like, okay, everything's like back to status quo. We can get back to business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so there's a part of you that really needs to keep things under status quo and back to business, right? Yeah. 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 And believe it or not, today what we did is that we actually went into different places and checked on your comfort zone, the comfort level. Like there's certain places that your nervous system is like, I'm not going there. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, you're not telling me what to do. I am not going there. So what did you notice and what what did you learn from this session? Um, I guess, I guess I learned that there's still a lot more stuff under the surface than I would like to admit or think about most of the time. Yeah. I'm taking notes of the old words. What was that? So, I, I'm, I'm just writing down. That's for you. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. 
So the, what I have, what I notice, if it's, um, I'll, and it's okay for me to tell you, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. What I have noticed is that you have created a really strong shell, in a way. And I don't know if you identify with like a, a protection mm-hmm. that that allows people to come in as long as it works for you. Mm-hmm. And when you, you know, when it gets too close, then your body's going to let you know you're either going to get angry or if you don't feel the anger, you're going to notice your fist just closing down. But there's a clear message that it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And your nervous system has been actually responding from a place of being busy. Like when you were telling me about your children, having to keep busy, having to um, like almost like stay alert and worry or be doing things and having a very a hard time relaxing and just enjoying, having fun for the heck of having fun. Mm-hmm. Because there's always something that needs to get done. Mm-hmm. But the other side of that is that if you were to relax and stop, you may start feeling things. You may start noticing that it's not always comfortable in your body. And that's why you have issues with sleep and nightmares. Mm-hmm. Because that's when your mind is no longer alert and you know your subconscious mind is telling you there's something here, there's like almost like a you know, there's a threat that has not been dealt with. Mm-hmm. So, as we continue working together, what I would really like to do next time is just to really address and honor that part of you that has built this shell that is saying, you know what, I there's no, I don't want to, I, I, I need to stay with the status quo. Okay. And the question that I have for you, that this is, I think, uh, I, and you don't have to answer it today if you don't have the answer. It's like, do you, I know that you're doing this because Josh wants to and you would like to be in a relationship with him and you feel like you really love him. But do you really want to do this? Do you really want to heal and do what it takes to actually feel free and enjoy your life? And I, I think that's a good question. I'm not sure if I know the answer to that. Yeah. So we really encourage you to to ask yourself. Uh, and you do have the you have the audio to this session, which I would encourage you to listen because it's really interesting as you listen to yourself and the things that I've been sharing with you. Uh, what reaction you have? How do you feel about it? So my invitation is for you to really consider. I mean, you're you're really young. I'm not. I'm not. I have just a few. I'm a couple of years older than you, but I know for <laughs> a fact that you're very young, and you you do you can be extremely happy. Okay. I I've been doing these for a very long time, my own journey, and um, I have, I can tell you that in the last five six years, my life has completely shifted, but. I had to have a commitment to, you know, doing the work. Mm-hmm. But you need to want it. You need to, you need to be like, you know, I, I, I do not like the idea and I have a lot of resistance and yet I know that there's more in life for me and I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. 
at that. Because what would happen, Aaron, is that if you do it for him, you're going to resent him, me, and everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Right? So how, how do you feel right now with the whole idea and the prospect of continuing? Um, well, I guess the things that are coming up in my mind as you're um, saying that stuff is um, that I don't trust you. <laughs> okay. I, it, I guess, and what I mean is, that, again, that's not like the the logical part of my brain. It's like that sort of gut of, you know, as I'm trying to understand what the resistance is to it. Um, you know, you were, talk, you were talking about picturing like um, a life afterwards or a, or a happier life or something like that. And um, like that's just the voice in my head just keeps saying like, why should I believe you about that? Like I don't feel, yeah, I guess there's just a part of me ready to, um, like, that feels vulnerable, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 And I I am very, I have to tell you, I'm glad that you told me that you don't trust me because it makes a lot of sense. You don't know me. You don't know me, and I really honor the part of you that is taking care of yourself because it, it makes a lot of sense. Why? Why would you trust me? And it... And it's funny because um, the, what I'm feeling about you is similar to things that I felt about him sometimes, which is that it, um, that it feels like there's some kind of trick involved. And I have no idea why or what that would be or what would your possible, why, you know, what would the possible motivation <laughs> be? But it's just, that's the, like, uh, the gut feeling. Like, okay. So I'm going to share something. trying to trick me somehow. Yes, yes. And not only that, but don't you feel that both Josh and I were being too nice to you? There has yeah. to be something, there has to be something right. weird here because we're being too nice to you. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. So I'm going, to, I'm going to share something with you. Um, I met my, my husband. This is my second husband. Um, and for a very long time, I was like, What's wrong with this guy? I mean, he's so nice. <laughs> what, 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 what's, what, what's happening here? So through my work, it took me a, a, quite a while, but I realized that growing up, I never got what I needed or what I wanted. So I, I, got a, I had a very, very strong belief system that, says, that said, um, if somebody's too nice for me, you know, to me, it's because they want something from me. And at some point, they're going to turn around and... I'm going to really discuss, see their colors. Yeah, yeah. And trusting is just so not okay. It's like not okay, period, across the board, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because you're putting your life on the line. At least that's how it felt for me. Mm-hmm. So even when he, when I was a total mess and he still told me that he loved me, I was like, you're insane. <laughs> you got to be insane. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. You know? So... It took me a very long time to understand and to even consider the possibility that I had so ingrained within me this, this sense that for me it was not possible 
that someone would be nice to me just because they care, they and also they know me, they see me, and they love me, even at my worst. It was just not an option in my mind. So every time that he was nice, it would send a huge alarm throughout my system saying, like, watch out. Right? Does that does that resonate with you? <laughs> yes, very much. Yeah. So I totally, totally understand. And and my biggest recommendation is to just notice it. You don't have to change a thing. You don't have to do anything. Just notice it. And if you're ready in your own time, what I'm going to ask you to do uh, until we meet again is that I want you to imagine that that, the one that is sounding the alarm is that six-year-old little girl that is inside of you to whom the world was not a safe place. And if somebody's being nice or somebody's doing something that can be a trick, she's going to sound the alarm and she's going to do anything be anger, be pushing away, be sabotaging, whatever it might take to push people away so she is safe. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. You still angry? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Well, I have to tell you, it would be an honor for me to continue to work together because I know exactly what it's like and, uh, and I know what is possible too. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I hope to, well, I don't know if we'll probably, I'm I'm hoping that we'll meet again next week or the following one. Oh, yeah. That was one thing I wanted to ask. I didn't know if I was supposed to sign up on your thing for all four or just sign up one at a time. So I think I only signed up for one so far. You signed up for one, and it would be great if you want to sign up for all four because I'm going to be doing some traveling this month, so my schedule is going to get a little... So if you can find times, I'm going to put more of my time. That would be great. And Erin, I'm not guaranteeing you that I'm going to respond right away, but if you have any dreams of it after today, anything that you notice different, feel free to reach out and, and email me, Okay. 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 I will Thanks respond. You may not be right away, but I will definitely respond. Okay. All right. Thank okay. you. You're very welcome. Take good care. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye bye.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.